Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. We've got a big, massive, mega Dodgers injury update that's coming up next on Dodgers Dugout. What is up, Dodgers Nation? DMAC here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And if you haven't yet, do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comments section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Are you buying the idea of Blake Trinan being back? Are you buying or selling the idea of Trinan and Hudson returning and having an impact on this team? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers, Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So we've got a lot of injury news to get into, so let's get right into it, starting with Blake Trinan. So the Dodgers pitcher pitched in his first game of the season on Tuesday. He started a minor league rehab assignment in the Arizona Complex League. So that is a massive development. That really is the biggest box that he's checked off so far. And Trinan struck out his first two batters that he faced. He induced a fly ball in the first inning against the Cubs in Camelback Ranch. It was the first time he had stepped onto the mound since undergoing right shoulder surgery in November to repair his labrum and rotator cuff. So he's back out there on the mound. The process has really taken the next level. Now, what capacity will he help this team? That's really going to depend on how he fares moving forward because shoulder injuries, it's something that you have to really work your way back from. And it's something that has ailed Blake trying in the past. He was limited last season. He had two stints on the injured list. He pitched in just five regular season games. And then he was added to the Dodgers NLDS roster. And he didn't look good. He didn't look like Blake trying. He gave up that home run to Jake Cronenworth in the second game. And it just wasn't the same guy. And last year was a different situation because he avoided the surgery. He thought that the way it was scabbing, that maybe he could come back naturally and avoid surgery, but that wasn't the case. Even though the Dodgers, they recommended that he undergo surgery and just end his season, he avoided that. He refused to do that, and it really set him back. But let's not forget that this is one of the best relievers in baseball when he's right. I mean, you saw in the 2021 season, he was outstanding. He was one of the best relievers in the game. He was 11th in all of Major League Baseball in F4 at 1.8. If you look at his numbers, he was just fantastic. A 199 ERA, a 245 expected ERA, a 325 expected FIB. Last season in 2022, a 18 ERA, a 391 FIB, a 40 whip. Five innings pitch, a six punch outs. But like I said, he wasn't the same guy. And what they did with him is they signed him to a one-year extension. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. 
them home. For $8 million. And what that did was it guaranteed his 2023 club option, but it also included a conditional option for 2024, where his salary is going to be based on how much time that he's missed. So it really behooves him to get back out there on the mound. And this is very encouraging the fact that, one, he's already started that process of getting back and going out there on assignment. But then, two, after what we heard a few weeks ago, because in August, in his bullpen session, he was hitting 86 and 87 miles per hour, and there was a lot of pessimism about the possibility of him returning. But on Tuesday, he said he made a few tweaks that led to huge strides in his delivery. Then on Wednesday, after Bueller threw in a simulated game, Blake Trina was hitting 94 miles per hour on the gun. So the velocity, it jumped in significantly, and it looks like he's on the road to recovery. Now, Blake Trina told reporters, I love to say, hey, one month, I'm back on this this day I'll be here. I hope so. I just got to keep seeing some climbs in velo and then they can make the decision if I'm good enough to help them. So there you go. There are the climbs. There's the jumps in velocity that you're looking for. So let's just hope that everything goes as planned. He doesn't have any big setbacks and he can return. And now a quick update. Blake Trinan did begin a Miley rehab assignment at the team's Arizona Complex League affiliate on Tuesday and he's now headed to AAA Oklahoma City to continue that rehab. But Jack Harris of the LA Times, he tweeted that Dave Roberts said that Blake Trine is en route to join OKC right now for a rehab assignment. However, Roberts still believes it's, quote, a long shot that Trine will be able to contribute to the Dodgers down this stretch. Now, even if Trine doesn't come back this season, it's still worth monitoring his progress for AAA because the Dodgers have that club option on Trine that's valued between $1 million and $7 million, and that's based on innings pitch and how much he's contributing contributed. So they're going to have to factor that in when you consider if they're going to pick up that club option moving forward. Now, another update on Shelby Miller is Miller had his Miley rehab assignment shifted to AAA Oklahoma City on Tuesday. He began his rehab stint on August 5th. He's made three appearances for the Dodgers Arizona Complex League, allowing two unearned runs and posting an 8-2 strikeout to walk ratio in two and two-thirds innings of work. And Dave Roberts said on Tuesday that Miller is going to need two to three outings at OKC, including pitching back-to-backs before he's ready to be activated off the 60-day IL. So it looks like he's on the med. It looks like he's going to return very shortly here. And he's been out since June 15th because of a herniated disc in his neck that started, quote, shooting on a nerve. So it sounded very painful. He described it as numbness in his left non-throwing arm. And Miller began his rehab assignment in the Arizona Complex League. And he said, it was definitely concerning at first. When I got the MRI, I was kind of shocked with the results and how severe it was, but I guess just time off and doing exercises and lengthening the spine and stuff kind of just helped it, and I've been feeling a lot better. So they're going to need him back. He's been really good for the Dodgers this season. He's someone that I think absolutely factors in to the bullpen picture. Now, if you look at his numbers so far this season, he's posted a 2-4 ERA, a 4-27 expected ERA, a 4-50 FIP, and an expected FIP of 5-0-1. So his last three numbers aren't great, but the ERA already the results are solid in 30 innings of work and they brought him in to play a role in this bullpen he's someone when you look at his stuff plus his ability to freeze hitters the way his fastball just locks in the zone and getting those strikes in the zone he's someone that they're going to absolutely have a role for in the postseason as long as he's healthy at least they're going to give him that opportunity to earn that now the biggest one the biggest what if is Daniel Hudson now 
He told Bill Plunkett of the OC Register a few days ago that he's cautiously optimistic that he hasn't thrown his last pitch this year. He said, there's a lot of optimism right now that I could return before the end of the season. We're not going to try and put a date on it. I would ideally like to get into a handful of games before the playoffs. Get my feet underneath me. I feel like I could help this team in the playoffs. So that is very, very eye-opening news. Can Daniel Hudson, a guy that was having the best year of his career, even towards his late 30s before he tore his ACL in Atlanta last season, a guy that was striking out over 30% of the batters that he was facing. He had a very low walk rate, a 2.22 ERA, someone that was having tons of success on the mound, someone who was supposed to be the Dodgers' closure this season and be one of their more dependable firemen and high leverage arms out of the pen. If he can return, that's massive. Because if you get Daniel Hudson, Blake Trinan back, and you already have Joe Kelly, who's on the men, he should be back shortly too. Yancey Almonte, the same Bruce Dark Gratterall, really having the best year of his career. Evan Phillips is still an elite reliever. There's a lot of upside, a lot of high-level arms in this bullpen. I think from a lefty standpoint, I think you might see some situations where they don't trust Alex Vesia and Caleb Ferguson based on how they've looked of late. I think you will see some righties facing lefties in big spots if everyone's healthy and everyone is able to contribute. But Daniel Hudson is someone that if he's ready to go, if He's healthy. This is someone who's gotten the final out of a World Series, okay? He knows what it's like to come through and get big outs and big strikeouts on the big stage. Only question is, can he do that? Now, diving a little more into his story here, he said, I'm kind of sick of being in pain. I just haven't been right with the knee stuff and my ankle stuff, and now this. It just hasn't been a good 14 months for me. So, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And when he was asked if this could be the end of his career, he said, yeah, it's definitely better than the last time. And he'll go on to say, we're not going to try to put a date on it. I would ideally like to get into a handful of games before the playoffs, get my feet underneath me. I feel like I could help this team in the playoffs, but I also don't want to just be thrown out there and take up a roster spot from someone else who could give them more consistency because I've thrown in so few games this year. Like I said, it's cautious optimism, but right now it's looking pretty strong. That's very, very encouraging. Look, this is someone we talked about, Walker Beeler, talking about Shohei Otani. He's someone who's had back-to-back Tommy John surgeries. He had one in 2012, one in 2013, and he said his arm has been feeling great and better than ever. And also, at 36, he spent a full year rehabbing from that surgery to repair that torn ligament in his left knee, but has still kept that arm intact. So for me, I think the arm could be fresh. I think the arm has a lot of bullets still in it, and he's someone that has been able to keep that up. And he also went on to say the kind of bitter irony in all of this. I had all the arm troubles at the beginning of my career. If you told someone that I throw like 13,000 pitches in the big leagues and my knees would be the things that takes me out. It's kind of a sick joke, but at this point it is what it is. And he also would say, I rehabbed the right knee all winter and I've never had an issue with it since. But the only thing I can think of is it still wasn't 100%. I pitched through it, and maybe something was slightly off with my mechanics because of it. And all of a sudden, the other side is overcompensating for it, and it just kind of popped. So, like I said, last season, a 2.22 ERA. He had five saves in 25 games for the Dodgers. He's someone they brought back to play a role, and I think that he's someone that, if you can get 90% Daniel Hudson, I think he should absolutely be included in this postseason bullpen. He's someone this could be a last dance, a last hurrah, a last ride, 
side. And I think it'd be a great story for him to get that opportunity. And now a little update on J.D. Martinez. So you know by now, J.D. Martinez has been placed on the 10-day IL, and they expect him to be out for two to three weeks. It's not going to be just 10 days. And we know this is someone that's addicted to swinging. He's always on his iPad, tinkering with his swing, watching for any type of mechanical flaws, and he needs to stay in rhythm. J.D. Martinez has been very honest about the fact he doesn't have a natural swing, that he has to continuously work on it. He told me during spring training that he was doing a pump-and-dump technique that was really hurting his ability to have success at the plate last season. But you saw this year, 25 home runs. He's back to being one of the best DHs in the league. He made the all-star team. And they didn't want to put him on the 10-day IL because they thought, okay, he just didn't feel good. And then they weren't wasting that spot because he's a DH. Well, J.D. just didn't feel as good as he wanted. It was impacting his swing. And when he would stride out, it would hurt him. And he went on the IL for groin tightness. So really, that's where it was hurting. When he would stride out, he would feel that pain. So there is no timetable for his return. And Dave said that there's going to be no baseball activity for 10 days, and they're going to see how he feels. So I think it's absolutely, of course, going to be longer than 10 days. Now, in my opinion, I think you proceed with caution because there was no point in bringing in J.D. Martinez unless he can perform in the postseason. This has been one of the best, most dangerous postseason hitters in the last 8 to 10 years. He has a career 987 postseason OPS. And if you don't get that, this would all be for naught. So handle with care, proceed with caution. I think you wait two to three weeks and you kind of reevaluate. But the same token, like I mentioned earlier, he's someone that you want to get back out there and get in a rhythm before the postseason begins. You don't want to just throw him into a postseason series and expect him to just get hot right away. He's not a microwave type player. You saw the slow start he had during spring training and to start the year. So sometimes he gets off to those slow starts. So he's addicted to getting out there and hitting. So he's going to need to take a step back. It's going to be very difficult for him because he says he really has no hobbies during the season. It's just all baseball all the time. But the good news is that he's going to be back and that they caught this when they did. Imagine you catch this in the NLDS and he has to miss two or three weeks, right? So I think this is actually fortuitous timing for the Dodgers and I expect him to be back. And I hope Michael Bush makes the most of his opportunity. But that's going to do it for this episode of Dodgers Dugout. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button and let us know. Are you buying or selling the idea of Blake Trinan and Daniel Hudson returning for the Dodgers? I think Daniel Hudson's going to come back. I think it's going to be one of those situations. How could you not be romantic about baseball? I can already see the money ball music being played after he gets that final out of the World Series. Wouldn't be, wouldn't that be spectacular? But that's going to do it. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dmac underscore la. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 